treating your career like a business is a fundamental mindset shift that will change everything. In this episode, I want to talk about some of the strategies that help businesses succeed in a competitive marketplace that you can also apply to your professional life. And specifically, I want to dive into how you can market yourself to get more attention from the right people. I'm Larry Cornette, and this is Invincible Career. So there's a lot of information that I'm going to share in this episode, and it has a companion newsletter online article that goes into the framework for what I'm going to describe, uh, includes the questions that I'm asking. This is how to market yourself to get the attention you want and deserve issue 400 in the Invincible Career newsletter. So go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com and you can check it out. And it's also going to have links to some of the stuff I'm going to talk about today. So I just want to drop a quick tip. This is something I've been experimenting with. I know I create pretty long content and I know I cover a lot of material in these uh, podcast episodes. So right up front, there's a tip I want to share with you that you can actually try today. And this one is about balancing the time you spend on social media. So balancing the amount that you post your own original content with how much you respond and comment on other people's post. So I want to want you to play with this proportion. I want you to spend more time responding to other people and commenting on their post on social media versus posting your own content. So, I mean, continue to post your content, but look at the balance. Try to shift this to more of maybe even a 50-50 where... You know, whenever you're posting something, spend that amount of time going and commenting on someone else's post. And this is on LinkedIn. This could be on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're spending time. But try this and pay attention to how this affects your engagement metrics. This is going to change how people respond to you, how often they're seeing your post. It's going to change the number of people that are following you subscribing to your content, whatever. Some interesting research that someone recently shared, they were looking at kind of the top accounts on Twitter for number of followers, great engagement, all that good stuff. And they were tracking their tweets over time. I can't remember how long they looked at it, three months, six months, something like that. And they noticed something really interesting that they spend about 80 to 90% of their time commenting on other people's posts and replying to people. So when people will respond to their tweet, they then spend the majority of their time answering questions, thanking people, responding to people. So it's like 80-20, in one case 90-10. They're spending most of their time responding to people and commenting and their engagement and their follower count is through the roof. 
I've been experimenting with it for the last few weeks on Twitter and uh, LinkedIn specifically. And it's, it's powerful. I've been getting way more engagement, having way more conversations, getting more people following me than I was with the typical drop your stuff and kind of run, you know, which is, it's easy to fall into that trap because you're busy. Anyway, try that tip today and let me know what you think. Let me know if it changes your engagement. And speaking of all this, do you wish that more people would follow you on social media, LinkedIn? Do you wish that people would enjoy your post more, that they would like and they would comment? Do you wish that all of this would result in people sending you interesting opportunities, professional opportunities, reaching out to you? Well, last Friday, I hosted a live event with my Invincible Career community. So some of you listening to this may be a member of my premium subscribers in my community. And so if you are a premium newsletter subscriber, you get invited into my my Slack team and my Monday office hours. And we were discussing that very desire. It's one of many topics we've been brainstorming and voting on recently. Uh, just to share an example of some of the upcoming topics, things that my community has said they're interested in and learning more about. Uh, one is marketing yourself, showcasing your work. The other thing that came up was strategies for getting promoted, handling conflict at work, building and maintaining a powerful network how to boost or rebuild your confidence, dealing with imposter syndrome. That's a common one. How to avoid or recover from burnout that we've all been experiencing. How to manage a challenging boss. I've had a few. Maintaining physical, mental, and emotional health. Super important over the last few years. Setting and achieving professional goals. We talked a lot about that back in January. What it takes to succeed at work. Sometimes that's not obvious. How to deal with challenging coworkers. Getting better at saying no. A lot of us need to do that. Best ways to find a great new job. A lot of folks in the job market right now. It's been an unfortunate number of layoffs over the past few months, especially in tech. Uh, remote work strategies, tips and tricks. We've all been working remotely or a lot of us have been becoming better at public speaking. One of my favorites. Uh, and then kind of at the bottom of the list was job interview strategies, tips and tricks. I guess people feel like they have it figured out, but I would say some do not. <laughs> anyway, uh, like I said, if you're a premium subscriber to my newsletter, if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, you get access to my private community and my live events like that. That was over Zoom. We talked for about an hour. And you also get to participate in my Monday office hours every week. So notice that topic that bubbled to the top. And I went through a few rounds of people ranking these and suggesting other topics. The one that came to the top was how to market yourself and showcase your work, promote your work. Obviously, 
Today's episode can't cover all the details we discussed for over an hour on that Zoom call, but I want to share a few key points and highlights specifically from the section about marketing yourself. Marketing yourself so you become a magnet for opportunities. I've talked about becoming an opportunity magnet before, and that's when recruiters and hiring managers and other people are reaching out to you every week, sometimes every day, to see if you're interested in a new job or a consulting opportunity, whatever it might be. So it's coming to you. It's inbound, which is fantastic. This is a rich area. It's a very rich topic that I'll be offering in a longer two-hour workshop on building the business of your invincible career. And that's going to help you achieve greater success, get ahead at work and make more money. You should make as much money as you can for the work you're doing. It's not all about the money, but you should get paid what you're worth. It'll help you experience less frustration at work and less stress and frustration in your future job searches or if you're in a job search market right now. And it will help you be happier and more fulfilled in your long-term career in life. When you do this well, you get to call the shots in your work and life. You're in control. So I have a poll online on this uh, newsletter article. So if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, just asking if this is something that you find interesting. Would you be interested in attending this upcoming workshop? So if you want to vote on that, you just want to message me, let me know. And if you are interested, I have a link to sign up to be notified when I schedule the workshop. So when it's going to actually happen, that way you can be notified about it and get the early bird discounts and all that wonderful stuff that I usually do. So just to give you a taste, this is going to be an overview of what will be in the workshop. And I can't go into everything, obviously, because this is like a two-hour workshop. But a rough outline of what we discussed last week, we talked about goals, audience, brand, value prop, your value proposition, your pitch, a bio, your intro, your online presence, channels like marketing channels, your message, scheduling tools that I use and I recommend you use. And then finally looking at success. What does success mean for you? So I'm going to touch on a few of these and some of the questions you should ask yourself as you're preparing your strategy to get noticed by the right people. That's what this is all about. There's stuff we do online for fun You know, it's recreational, maybe just use Facebook and Instagram for fun, but there's stuff that we do professionally on LinkedIn, sometimes Twitter, a lot of us on Twitter. Nothing is more frustrating than posting and feeling like you're just dumping stuff into a black hole that you're screaming into the void and no one is listening. No one's paying attention. So don't you want the right people to notice you? to notice your content? Don't you want the right people to reach out to you? It changes everything. So first think about what are your goals? 
like, what do you most want to achieve right now? The whole point of a marketing plan, if you think about a business and you apply this to your professional life, the whole point is to capture the attention of the right people. You want to attract and get the attention of the right people who can help you achieve your goals, whatever they are. You know, the business, the goal is buy our product, you know, be loyal to our brand. For you, it could be something else. And you may have dozens of goals in mind. You probably have a lot of personal goals. Maybe you want to learn how to play guitar this year. Maybe you want to perfect your souffle. You're tired of it falling. Maybe a long-term goal is you want to move to Portugal. There could be a lot of goals that you're thinking about, but let's focus on your professional goals. So you may want to market yourself because you are seeking new job opportunities. So you either got caught in one of these layoffs or you're tired of your job. You're tired of working for your boss. You're ready to move on. So you're trying to market yourself to find new job opportunities to get noticed. Maybe you're doing a lot of this because you're trying to get internal recognition. You're doing a little bit of internal marketing, maybe some external stuff, but it could lead to a raise or promotion. So you want to get recognized by your manager, your boss, or the leadership team. Maybe you want to market yourself because you're looking for industry respect and recognition. People in your profession, people that work in your specific industry. And getting that attention could lead to conference talks. Maybe you get invited to do a keynote. Sometimes that's free. Sometimes you get paid. Maybe you want to market yourself because you're building an audience on social media and LinkedIn and you know good things happen when you meet people and you engage. The power of serendipity. I've met really interesting people that I've ended up partnering with and people who've ended up hiring me because of stuff that I've posted. I've built that audience and they reach out. They're like, how do you work with people? It works. And then finally, maybe you're trying to plan your independence. So you're setting the stage when you launch your new business a year from now or a few years from now, you know that your goal is to kind of get to the next phase of your career. And then you want to transition to doing your own thing. I was just talking with somebody about this. They have a job. They're kind of tired of it. They've learned about as much as they can. They've been doing it for a long time. And they're ready to do their own thing, to strike out on their own. And a good way to do this is to build an audience of listeners, readers, viewers, who could become potential customers. So you could step out of the door of your employer and into the seat running your business and already have customers lined up to work with you or to buy your product. So what is your most important long-term goal? professionally. And then bringing that back closer to the here and now, how does that translate to your near-term goals? So that's all about goals. And the next very important thing is who's your audience? You don't want to be all things to all people. You cannot reach billions of people and influence billions of people and attract and engage billions of people. They're not going to be the right people. So who do you most want to reach with the content you post on social media or on LinkedIn or on your blog? 
Think about the person you wish would read your words or watch your video or listen to your podcast and reach out to you. Could include potential clients or customers. You know, if you're starting a business, if you're running a business, if you're in charge of sales <laughs> at a company, right? It could be industry influencers. You want to reach them. You want to have them work with you. Talk about your product. Could be potential partners. You know, I found partners to work with me on my podcast. Uh, people find business partners, you name it. Maybe you're trying to reach hiring managers specifically, people who can make a decision to hire you. Recruiters, very related, slightly different. They hang out in different places. Maybe you're trying to reach a publisher. You're getting a book ready. You'd love to land a publisher who can help you with that. Maybe you're trying to get media attention. So you want people in the press to read something you've written and reach out to you. I've had that happen where somebody said, Hey, do you want to publish this on fast company? Or do you want to do an interview with us on TechCrunch?" Maybe it's your peers, you know, maybe your audience is all the people who do what you do. Uh, I work with a lot of engineers that want that peer recognition. They want to find other engineers to learn from, to partner with on projects. They're happy where they are. They're just trying to find a great engineering network to build. So when you picture the perfect person reading your post, do you have someone in mind? Create a persona that describes this person in extreme detail. I've talked about personas before. You know, it's a representative that when you think about this person and you name them and you say, this is Susan or this is Bill, that's the person that you wish was reading your content. So what do you know about this person? Where do they spend their time? Are they the kind of people that are on LinkedIn all the time or are they on Twitter or are they on Reddit or Discord? What are their biggest issues, problems, needs? How can you speak to that? And then you're going to map your expertise, your background, your experience, everything you do to topics that would interest this ideal audience member. So what can you talk about that will get their attention? The next thing we talked about is what is your professional brand? Just like a business, a professional has a brand. And I'm not really talking about personal branding, but it is somewhat related. You may not have actively created your professional brand or cultivated one, but you do have a brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. It's how past employers talk about you. It might be how your current employer talks about you at parties. Like, oh, let me tell you about uh, Stephen and what he does. It's how your colleagues describe you to other people, to each other. It's what sets you apart from your competitors. Now you may be thinking competitors, what competitors? Especially if you don't run a business. Well, just like a business, you have competitors too. You are never the only one who's being considered for a promotion. You should know that. I used to be a, a manager 
I was a corporate leader. There were usually half a dozen or a dozen people that were on the promotion list and you couldn't promote everyone. So that's competition. And you are never the only candidate for a job. The way it is lately, there's probably hundreds or even thousands of people around the world applying for the same jobs you are. So someone is comparing you to other people and your professional brand reflects the attributes that spring to mind. If you take control of your branding, it's how you can actively differentiate yourself from other people. So what are your strengths? What are your natural talents? What are you good at doing? What are you known for doing well? What do people say about you? I have a lot of this stuff in the workbook. It's a lot to capture. You don't want to just try to hold on this in your head. And you want to be able to build it over time and remember it because it's going to all come in handy as you're positioning yourself, writing your resume, updating your LinkedIn profile, applying for jobs, talking with people, doing job interviews. So think about how you want to be described. What do you want people to remember about you? You can actually shape that brand image in others' minds. Then the next thing we talked about is what is your value proposition? What do you think is your biggest value prop? What, why should your desired audience, you know, that persona, that person we talked about, that ideal person in the audience reading your words, why should they care about what you have to say? Why should they follow you? So you want to focus on who you are, what you do, your knowledge, skills, and experience, and then the things that make you unique. What makes you unique and therefore more valuable? What problems do you solve? That's the way you should be thinking about this. Too many people write their resume and their job applications and their presentations that they come in and do a presentation to a team for a job interview. And it's all about what they want, what they're seeking, who they are. Some of that, yeah, sure. Should be talking about it. But you should be focused on the problem you can solve for them. That's why they're hiring you. No company's hiring you because they're dreaming about helping you with your career and they care about what you want. I wish. They don't. Very few do. They're hiring you to solve a problem. They have a need. So think about the employers or if you run a business, customers, or if you're a consultant, whatever. Think about those folks who have those problems. And how would you capture your value proposition in a single sentence? What is that one sentence statement? And I shared information about this in a tip yesterday. This is uh, some of the invincible daily tips that I put out. You can subscribe to those. They're short and sweet. If you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, you can subscribe to the daily tips and get something in your inbox that you can put into action every day pretty quickly that can have a materially positive impact on your career. And then the next 
phase of this is how do you pitch yourself? I mean, so many things in your professional career will rely on your sales skills. I actually have learned that so many things in your personal life do too. <laughs> it's sales, whether you like it or not. And I know I've, I've had these conversations. People are like, ew, sales, dirty word. People that aren't in sales. And I remember I wasn't that excited about that word when I was a young designer. I didn't want to think about sales. However, you will pitch proposals, recommendations, or even yourself hundreds of times or thousands of times during the lifetime of your working career. For example, trying to sell a recommendation to your team. You have an idea for how you should move forward and do something, a design that you created, a way that you want to architect the solution, you name it. And you're trying to pitch your team and say, this is the best idea. We should do this. Trying to sell a proposal to your boss. Maybe you're trying to pitch a new project. Maybe you're trying to pitch yourself for that project. Yeah, selling yourself. Selling yourself for a promotion. That is sales. Here's why you should receive that promotion instead of someone else. And of course, selling yourself to land a new job. It's sales. Why should that employer hire you instead of the other 999 people that applied? And this is where the classic elevator pitch comes into play. I've talked about this before. I work on the elevator pitch with my premium subscribers. It's part of the exercises we do every year. Every year we revisit the elevator pitch because it changes. It changes because you change. Who you are and what you can do evolves and you get better. What you want in your career changes. The market changes. So your elevator, your elevator pitch is never static. It's going to continue to evolve. And it leverages that single sentence value proposition I just talked about. And you expand upon it to create a 30 to 60 second pitch. Should never be longer than a minute. That's nobody has the attention span for that. Nobody has the patience anymore. So it's, it's a simple framework. You know, it's an introduction. Like, who are you? What do you do? Who you help? That's that helping solving problems thing again, how you help them the key problems you solve. And then what makes you unique? What is your unique value proposition? How do you solve problems differently than anyone else? Why should they care? What makes you special? And finally, wrap it up with a call to action. Right? Hire me. Buy my product. Spend time with me. Partner with me. So what are you trying to achieve? Go back to your goals. Think about that big goal. Think about your near-term goals. How would you pitch yourself to someone who can help you get closer to those goals? And then I have a bunch of sections in the workshop that take all this and put it into very tactical, practical things, because all this builds up into something you can actually just put into use. One of those is going to be your online bio. Another one's going to be your email introduction, your message, you know, that you want people to send all that good stuff. 
Because when it's written well, your online bio essentially can sell you 24-7. People around the world will read the bios on your profiles while you're sleeping. They're going to see your bio on Twitter when they check you out based on a cool tweet that you made. They're going to read your bio on LinkedIn, wherever. That is essentially a, a sales tool, but most people underutilize it. They don't spend much time with it. They let it go stale. Somebody reads it and it is just not intriguing at all. The one sentence value prop and your elevator pitch are great resources for crafting a powerful bio statement and then a more full-blown profile summary. And this is what people are going to see when they find you on LinkedIn and Twitter, Discord. There's a very short bio. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Facebook, Reddit, wherever you are. And you're probably a lot of places. Most of us are. I have hundreds of accounts, many that I've forgotten. So are your bios synchronized or are many of them stale and out of date? Do your bios represent you, how you want to be viewed as a professional? And of course, some of your online profiles are completely personal. They have nothing to do with your working life. So don't worry about it. Do whatever you want with those. But your professional bios should be helping you, not hurting you. So think about what is your preferred one-sentence bio. Write that, stored in this workbook that I'm creating. What is your preferred short bio? It's a few sentences. It's kind of all you get on Twitter. What do you want your longer bio to say about you? So this could be something you put on your website under the About page. It could be in LinkedIn's about section, which could be really long. And I recommend you completely take advantage of that. I talked about the, the draft email or message. So useful when someone will do you a favor and make an introduction to a networking connection or give you a warm intro to a hiring manager, they shouldn't have to do the heavy lifting for you. You should have a draft email that introduces you and leverages your bio, your, el your elevator pitch, all that good stuff, maps you to that connection. Like, why are you a good fit for this role? And then you give that to your connection. Say, hey, you can use this to introduce me, forward this email. Don't make your friend do the heavy lifting. That's not, that's not a good way to leverage your network. And then I have a lot more stuff about your visual assets, like your profile photo, your header image, logos, if you use them, keeping a list of all your services. So it's a lot of stuff. I went into marketing channels. We'll talk more about that. Um, that's about it. I, I want to wrap up this little sneak peek because we're running long on time. So I have a lot more about crafting your messaging, building what I call your content factory how to get the most engagement online, creating your marketing schedule, the tools that I use and I recommend that you could use, looking at your success metrics, tracking those. All that's going to be in the live workshop that I mentioned. I know this is a lot to absorb and act on, and that's why I have transformed this into a longer two-hour workshop so that you can ask questions during the event, get answers. You can ask questions afterwards. Super helpful as you're working through this. You can drop into my Slack community and say, hey, I'm working on my bio, but I don't like the way it sounds. Could somebody give me some feedback? 
Like I said, I'll have that workbook, which I consider to be kind of the operating manual for the business of your career. Rather than try to figure it all out and keep it in your head, write it down, build it, track it. So if you want to be notified when I schedule this workshop, this building the business of your invincible career, you can go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com and there is a link to sign up for the workshop that is on how to market yourself to get the attention you want and deserve issue number 400. So sign up. Would love to see you there. And uh, it's exciting. Doing this will, will change your life. It will definitely transform your professional life. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an, an opportunity magnet for the best things in life. <laughs>